G'day there and welcome to the podcast of Stab Abby and Matt. We are Hit 105, a radio station uh, on the FM here in Brisbane, Australia. That is for our international listeners who might have just found us for the first time. It's great to have your company. Yes. Um, and we hope that you speak it to English, otherwise none of that made sense to you. Or maybe you're just learning and then <clears throat> really don't learn off us. Or if you're local, why don't you come down and support us when we do our goon raft? You're going to be hearing more about that throughout the show because we've got a lot of people come on board saying they're going to be able to help. Yes, we also talked to the amazing Grant Denyer who hosts Family Feud here in Australia on Channel 10, which is a channel on Australian television. And American <laughs> actor and comedian and uh, all-around funny guy, Adam Devine, is going to be on with as well. Big show. Stick around. Here we go. Play the stuff. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We don't believe anything Stav says. <laughs> He's a compulsive liar. <laughs> he makes a break your statements so we investigate him. Oh, he's an idiot. Lies, 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 lies. Okay, so Maddie got me to record that, not knowing what I was talking about. Shout out to Sher for uh, turning good. that around. Even yeah, if it's good. about me, um, you can probably get me to do the singing on those next time. Oh, no! See, you make you make a lot of statements, and I would say maybe maybe a half of the time they are correct, but the other half we normally go to Google and find that we don't know where you made it up. Did from. you say half the time they're correct? Yeah, the ma- you giving him a cuddle. The mash one was pretty good. What was that one again? About flushing the toilets, everyone. At um, the end of the finale of MASH, the, the New York City public um, toilet system broke because everyone flushed their toilets at the same time because they'd all been waiting to go to the bathroom till the end of I the love show. It. Is yeah. there a public system and a private system for the flushing of the toilets, is it? That's gonna we'll be Google that one. Day. Anyway. That turned, so, out, that turned out to be true. That yes. was true. But you, Fact. I think this was even on the podcast. Yeah, well, at the end of our podcast every day, we do extra business where we discuss stuff that shouldn't be on the air. Sometimes it ends up on the air. And this is a statement... That Stav made on the end of our podcast yesterday. It's always amazing to me that they actually use just regular power tools mm-hmm. from Bunnings. Well, no, no, they, they don't yeah, use they do. Bunnings. Yes, they do. They use but like they black and decker no. drills. They do. No. I saw it on an episode of Donahue once. Uh, um, they don't they use They don't go and get it from Bunnings, that, but they can be They're not just normal power tools. It's like Ryobi and stuff. Give uh, me my Makita back. I've got to do brain surgery. No, that's not you. true. You <laughs> what? are an idiot. It's you can't true. get all your information from it's a TV true. show. It's true. It's true. Because bone is one of the hardest substances in the world. What else is going to do it? But a Makita or a Ryobi okay. or one of those no, things. No, you're an idiot. Yes. He believes that surgeons buy their power tools for surgery... At Bunnings. Yes, so you normally have maybe the luxury cars pulled up right next to the utes because they're both going to get the power tools from the same trade area at Bunnings. They use power tools in surgeries. I'm going to amputate a leg. I'm going to go and buy a drop saw. So we have a surgeon on the line. We've got the plastic surgeon in Fortitude Valley talking about Dr. Paul Belt. Good morning. Are you there, doctor? Yeah. Yeah, hello. You're not in surgery at the moment, are you? (laughs) No, no, unfortunately I'm not. Okay, no. All right, good. Yeah, good. So you heard that statement from I did hear Stav that. Davidson. Yep. yep. I'm afraid uh, Stav was correct. Oh, oh incorrect. Um, <laughs> <laughs> didn't even let it build up. <laughs> okay. Why? Uh, I mean, well, whilst the, um, the instruments we use may look and appear to do the same job as the, the power tools from Bunnings, um, there's essentially two major differences Firstly, our tools have to be sterilised. Our instruments have to be sterilised, so they're made of different materials that can withstand the heat and the chemicals of sterilisation. And secondly, most of them are powered by compressed air from a wall supply from a high-pressure hose. 
Um, obviously, um, some of the instruments obviously have slightly different roles as well. So, for example, saws rather than just simply sawing actually oscillate so that whilst they can cut the hard bone, they also protect the surrounding envelope of soft tissue so they don't damage the, the vital structures next to the bone. So, I mean, when you see the, sort of um, mention the sort of Grey's Anatomy, the Doctor Doctor from the Doc Martin, in the emergency situation in the field, people have used power tools to evacuate blood clots from Thank the skull. You. But in the surgical environment, in a clean hospital, we tend not to use power tools for yeah. the reasons that I mentioned. But so, do- Dr. Bell, you, yeah. you're a plastic surgeon. You work in a fancy bloody da surgery. I mean, that, that's obviously very Are you expensive. talking about MASH? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> Is that what you want to know? You're run-of-the-mill everyday hospital. Right. So you want us to keep going along surgeons until <laughs> yes. you find someone that said <laughs> yeah, in an emergency yeah. situation, I had to grab my, grab my Bunnings tool. Yeah, I had to grab my Makita. Okay. It has been done not only on TV programs, there are cases where certainly people have done life-threatening surgery using power tools, but again, it's Thank in you. extreme situations literally in the field. Yeah. I don't believe, you know what, Dr. Paul, you, yeah. I don't believe that. I believe that that's a surgeon's tale. I reckon you've all oh. been on the Sav Blanc sitting around going, <laughs> wouldn't believe what I had to do. Well, it, it, you know, it does happen, as I say. Unfortunately, I was um, recently in a situation where I was on a flight and it was a patient that came unwell and they asked for all the doctors to be there. And in that situation, you do have to sort of use the limited equipment. Um, fortunately, we didn't have to use power tools or anything. But in that situation, um, you know, there has been a, there's a famous case where uh, an orthopedic surgeon had to evacuate a, a tension pneumothorax, which is a life-threatening condition, using a catheter mm-hmm. and a coat hanger wow. um, and saved the patient's life. So, yes, it does happen. But, again, in a hospital scenario, I'm afraid even in your native Scotland staff, you don't use Bunnings power tools. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, Dr. Paul Bell, how many Scotland. doctors were on that flight? You said that there was a group of you. Uh, oh, that, that situation was actually fortunate. There were three doctors because um, obviously as a plastic surgeon in my acute medicine, I haven't been practiced for about 15 years. And whilst you, you always remember the other emergencies, it was quite useful to have a physician and a young emergency registrar who's training in emergency. Um, but, but it's amazing how often when you're right in a situation when you're, you're traveling that you know they do call for medical assistance. Um, but again, Again, fortunately, in that situation, um, we didn't have to use any power tools or anything. Um. <laughs> there we go. Stav, I'm sorry, mate, but you are wrong. We don't believe anything Stav says. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. And everyone talking about this. this I think this is going to be... The paddle that stops the city. There are a few people talking about it, yes, and coming up to me and talking about it and basically saying, you guys are idiots. Yes, uh, yeah, and we go, and what do we, we say? We that. say, thank you. Yes. Looking thank- forward to it. <laughs> Is that what we say? Is yes, that, that's, that's, that's my standard line. response. Because, yeah, we are going to travel across the Brisbane River, all three of us. On it, it's going to support us. We're going to make it. A goon, a goon sack raft mm. is yes. what we're talking about. Mm. Uh, it all stemmed from your mum and dad still drinking the cask wine. We thought, let's put those bags. Sorry, the goon wine. Oh, you banned Damn me from it. saying cask wine because it's too classy. But yes, they do drink it. <laughs> I spoke to my dad yesterday. He goes, "Well, I will be finishing it in probably about a week and a half. Would you like me to send it up?" Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> "Well, well, yes." <laughs> because at the moment, we only had our first donation yesterday from Mel, who popped in. I realised I hadn't emptied my um, recycling and yes. there was actually six <gasps> sacks six. under my sink. Well, hey. That's so good. That's We're so away. good. So there you go. Yeah. That'll carry one of you, maybe. Maybe. That's yeah. amazing. Maybe. So we've only got six sacks. Mm. But then we had a beacon of light come through at the end of the show. A shining ray of hope. <laughs> 
His name was Corey from Atlantic Real Estate. So we, we thought it would be a great idea to, um, to throw some cash your way, mate, get it underway and let's get you in the water. So you're going to give us enough money to go and buy some goon bags outright? How much do you need? How oh, much that, you, no, don't, no, no, don't say how much you got. 250000 I think. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what about 500 bucks? Does that sound right to start with? Yes, it does. <laughs> we have a major sponsor, which is very exciting. We, so we have an engineer. We have a major sponsor. We have some people bring in green bags. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do we have so far? That's, that's oh, it. No, we don't. We've got the rescue, the rescue boats. Yes. Marine yes. rescue yes. that are going to be able to follow us. But there's a lot of other people that have called up to be a part of it. 13, 10, 60. We've got Gail in Springwood. What would you like to contribute? What do you want to be a part of? Uh, I would love to make you guys some Australian-themed bucket hats Ooh. to keep the sun off you while you're going across the river. Okay. Is this, is this what you do? You're a hat maker? You're a milliner? Uh, no, I actually cool. design PDF sewing patterns. So one of my most popular patterns is a bucket hat pattern. Okay. Right. You are supplying something we didn't even know that we needed, Gail. <laughs> Everybody needs a hat. Yeah. Do we? Yeah. No hat, no play. Um, how do you go with... <laughs> Good point. <laughs> how do you go with, like, because we also need uniforms. Is that uh, too much to ask, like just a T-shirt or something? I'm sure I could find a T-shirt that Is I could... Well, because I, 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 I wanted, like, a goon bag should, type T-shirt. Shouldn't we be called the Goonies? We should oh, be called the Goonies. Called the goonies, <laughs> yes. Yeah, but goonies I think we need to worry about aerodynamics. I okay. think we need something skin tight. Like, like, black, black milk. Yes. yes. Black milk. They do special designs, little goon bags. They're, they're here think, in the valley. They're, yeah, they're a Brisbane company. If anyone's listening from black from black milk, we need... Someone of your physique, Matt, you always seem to go for the skin tight first. What are you the, trying to say about him? The, excuse me? What? Love your body, mate. <laughs> Thank you, Gail. Belinda wants in on this history-making moment. What have you? What do you want to bring to the team, Belinda? I might be your paddle person. I can uh, lend you some kayak paddles. Oh, perfect! Yes, we, we do need, need those. those. And, and Belinda, who do you imagine that would be paddle uh, would be paddling on the group? The boys, of course. Thank you. Sexist? <laughs> I'll be the person at the front. What do they do when they just yell? What are they? They're the cocks. They're the supervisor. Mm. Thank you. Yes. In rowing terms. <laughs> Is it a cock? I also might have life jackets too. No, we don't no, need them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We'll take your paddles, Belinda. We really like that. Uh, and Alistair from Gordon Park, uh, you've rung up and you said I, we need to be on um, Team Goonies. Yeah, yeah, I just, uh, I'd been listening to you and uh, a couple of days ago and, and thought, uh, just uh, had you kind of considered a few things with the, with the design just in, in regards to, you know, getting across the river safely, I suppose, as, a, as an naval architect, uh, you know, building a boat is probably, probably a few things you needed to consider. Yeah. Well, uh, the answer to that question is no. No. <laughs> we, we haven't, yeah, we haven't organised anything. anything. So yeah. you're, you're an architect? Uh, you're naval architect, yeah. Oh, so. naval oh architect. goodness me. You should see our eyes light up. Yes, you're on board. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what you do, but yes. You're going to build our boat? That would be, yeah, just, yeah, this we need that because we haven't got it. It's, we've only got six so far and that's. No, well, we've got our 500 bucks worth that we can yeah. go and buy. Guys, I think we're ready. I think today. We're ready? I think today we need to set the date. We're going to do it. Okay, but it's no, happening. No. <laughs> no, You've never been ready. behind this. You've always been sus. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit One Hundred and Five. Talking about them, so all of a sudden I feel like them more. They're on fleek. They're so on fleek, but they're so avocado ex- chic, expensive. And I hate it when you walk into the supermarket and it just it just goes up and down. It's like petrol. 
You just you don't know what you're going to get mm. when you go in. You don't know if everyone else has gone shopping and the prices have gone up. It's Oh, it's Friday evening. Everyone's yeah. going to want smashed avo tomorrow morning. Yes. $58 for one of those, thank you. And you can get it cheaper when you have to buy three, but you know they're not going to ripen for another two weeks. Yeah. And my husband bought one for us the other day to actually grow from a seed. Oh, but they take ages to 15 grow. 15 years, he told me. Yeah. Oh, hang on. 15... <laughs> He said, it takes 15 years. I said, when are they growing? And he said, well, it could take 15 years to get fruit from a seed. Okay. I think that's, I don't know about that. They take a long time. But the reason we've decided that it is time to take on avocados, it's Stav Abby and Matt versus avocados, because oh. our producer, Kaz, lovely Kaz, shared a story with us this morning, and we're outraged. Yeah, well, it was an outrageous story, because I was down in Crumbin uh, about a week ago, ordering brekkie at a beautiful cafe down there and I order my usual, which is smashed avocado. Mm -hmm. She's a vegan, by the way. Don't hold that against her. She's nice. I'm very limited for options. Mm. Yep. Um, And when I got to the counter to pay, there was a sign there saying surcharge for avocados because of the shortage. I didn't think too much of it until he tried to charge me $2 extra Mm. for having avocado in my meal. But that was the meal you ordered. With, with smashed, smashed avocado. avocado. So why didn't you say, I'll get smashed avocado, but I don't want to pay the surcharge, so just don't give me avocado, then you'd get toast. Bread and butter. Mm. And, you, you and you can't have your lactose intolerance, so you can't even have the butter. <laughs> what did you and do? I'm what did celiac, you do? so gluten-free toast. <laughs> what did you do? I paid the extra $2. Ended up being, I think, 20 bucks for smashed avo. What? It was $18 for the smashed avo plus the $2 surcharge. What else is on this plate? Um, cutlery. Yeah, cool. uh, So we are going to go to the top. This Uh is the CEO of Avocados Australia who joins us right now. Uh, His name is John. Good morning, Mr. Avocado. Good morning, guys. Good to talk to you. Aren't you a popular man, John? But what is is going on with our avocados? Yeah, look, some people would think it's uh, it's a nice problem to have, but we'd we'd love to have more avocados to supply, but it's just uh, things are a bit tight at the moment. Mm. Is it true that they take this long to grow? They take a long, long time to come to fruition? Well, no, not for the professional guys. They can do it much quicker than that. But, mm. um, yeah, it is a tree crop, so it does take a while from once you, you plant it to you, you get your, your, um, your first crop. But, look, it really is just an issue of um, supply and demand. We've got... Our supply is fairly steady at the moment. So this is our lightest um, period of the year in terms of supply, but we're just finding that demand's rocketing every year. John, can I ask you, uh, when did avocado... Like, avocado's always been around. It's not a new thing. Mm. What Do you remember the year that avocado became the it food? Yeah, they pushed off kale and they became the it food. <laughs> uh, look, I think about five years ago it really started to take off, but... You know, avocados have been popular for a long time and in Australia we've seen consumption increasing um, really steadily over the last 10, 15 years. So it's not that it's not that new, this um, phenomenon, but, but certainly the last few years we've really seen it take off. How many avocados do you eat a day, John? Me? Yeah. Mm. Oh, as, as many as I can afford. <laughs> so one. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, we get through. We get through a few. Some people think we. Uh, I'm in a pretty good position. I get lots of free avocados. Look, I tell you, that doesn't happen. Right. No. But anyway. But look, I know it's. Uh, we uh, we love our avocados, and I think everybody everybody does. And I think um, the thing is that avocados really make everything better. Uh, you know, they make a salad better, a pasta mm. better. Mm. And I think people have come to uh, understand the health benefits and um, 
and the different ways you can use it. And and now even in sweet dishes, we're seeing it becoming... Oh, don't, don't, don't sell, sell it. it. Yeah. We haven't got any we to sell. Like you, you, we, we're kind of trying to like... Do you, do you th- are you outraged by cafes doing add-ons for it? Yeah, I guess you know they've got to pay. They've got to pay um, a premium at the moment. But I think it's it's a short term problem. Mm. This uh, like last week, there were about a thousand tons of avocados dispatched into the market. Um, we probably need about one and a half thousand tons to meet demand. But we've got the new shepherd season that's just starting, so we're in this sort of in between period. So we've got the only reason we can produce avocados all year round is because of all the different growing climates we've got. Mm. Yeah, yeah, right. Fun. Far north Queensland, down the Queensland, New South Wales coast, through the uh, Riverland, Sunraysia, and down into WA. So Western plenty. Australia so is... Plenty. Um, I, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you this, John, while I've got you here. And it's just a thought, just throwing it out there, but stavocados. Just what think about it. Stavocados. I think it's got a nice ring. <laughs> Smash stavocados. I like it. Would you be cheaper? I'd be very cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is what we want to know from you, Brisbane. Are you like poor Kaz here? We're talking add-ons, like paying $2 extra for the avocado that you're already receiving. Have you, whether it's been breakfast, at a car service? Yes. And you just go, well, wait a minute, that's what I'm ordering. I mean, I've started doing the add-on for almond milk, but mm. I, I guess oh, I, should, I should be charged for that. Yes, really. you should. They're very hard to milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amy in Forest Lake, what was the add-on that you annoyed you? Hi, I got charged for um, an $80 cuddle fee at the emergency vet. An $80 cuddle, cuddle fee? fee? Did you need to cuddle that badly, <laughs> Amy? No, not me, my dog. Yeah, he went in for surgery because he had swallowed like a seed and then I was looking through the invoice and there was like a cuddle fee. Can, did Can you, you ask what it, what exactly happens? Oh, no. I, I mean, I got home and then I went through it and then I was just shocked. Yeah, see, I already paid for it. So. Yeah, Amy, I want proof of the cuddle and how long. I wanted that to be filmed. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I, took, I, I take our dog to a, a pet resort and they've got all these add-ons for it that you can do optional. Pet for, resort? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's doing well. Well, it's better yeah, than calling the dog. it. It's be- better than calling it the, the pound, the, the pound or the kennel. Isn't is it? Was there as a kids club there? <laughs> what, puppy cocktails. You got to think though, if the dog's there for a week and dog is at seven weeks, it's a yeah. long time. It's got to be looked after. <laughs> I want to know what they do if you don't pay the cuddle bill. Do they just treat the dog badly? That's what I'm saying. You uh, need to know, Maddie in Boona. What was the extra uh, add-on? I was eating out at dinner one time and they're like, the meal was too big, so I asked for like a take-home container and they charged me $8 for it. <laughs> for the, like just was the it, plastic one? Was it a proper Tupperware one? one? Like a polystyrene one mm. that you get your seafood in. Wow. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Just a small one. Fair enough. What do you mean fair enough? That's not fair enough. Why is that fair uh, enough? I want a Tupperware for that with a lifeline. Maybe they're smaller when they take away. Maybe there was an accident. I don't know. Dylan, think... in Nunda, what was your add-on? Uh, me and my mates, we were spending probably 150 200 bucks on drinks and food at a restaurant, and more like a bar. And at the end, um, someone who wasn't drinking decided to get a Coke, and we asked for no ice. And at the end, when we got the bill, there was a $2 charge for no ice. A charge for something <laughs> that isn't in there. Ah! No. Yeah. Here we go. Well, technically, and look, I'm, I'm not agreeing, Dylan. I think it's a dog act. But th- their yeah. reasoning would be, well, you got more coke than you would have. So therefore, the- but my, my 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 problem is that most of the time they open cans of ginger beer or coke or whatever, and they leave them sit in the fridge for ages. So mm. I'm getting less. 
I'm getting less bubbles too. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be at least a 50% price reduction. Yeah, no, that's a ridiculous price. Yeah. Outrageous. They should, get, they should be giving me money, I think. <laughs> might have taken it one step too far. We've got there. Renee <laughs> from Rochdale South. What was an add on for you? Uh, yeah, so I went to a cafe and got charged an extra $4 um, for a cup of tea, and I had my own tea bag. I was on a bit of a health kick, and I was just disgusted. I've never been back. Oh, you got, you so, got $4 for a cup of hot water. Absolutely. And I'm like, are you even serious? And I'm like, yes, that's what the owner has asked us to charge. That's crazy. That is ridiculous. It is. <laughs> is I, uh, yeah. <laughs> what? You're on board with all of no, these. No, I, 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 I did that the other day. I remember I was uh, on the same sort of detox and took it. And you're like, I didn't know if anyone took it. I placed... Like, I placed an order, so I'm yeah. like, I'm, you know, I just thought it might have cancelled each other out, but no. So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not on board saying that it's okay for $4, but it's weird to go to a cafe and say I've brought my own tea bag. No, but if you're doing, like, a detox or something and you've ordered a meal, mm. that's fine. Yeah. You just want to... When I ran my, my was... coffee shop, I would have given you a free cup of hot water. Well, thank you very much for that. <laughs> you're welcome, Renee. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and when he goes back to it, Renee, he will keep his word. Yeah, okay? look out for me in July. Come on, free Wi-Fi. <laughs> free Wi-Fi and hot water. Well, we gave away tiny teddies on the top of our cups with everyone. That, that was still your favourite job, company. wasn't it? Oh, I think Subway was my favourite, but I did have a soft spot. Are you having you. fun here? Yeah. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. My name is Adam Devine. Me, Adam D. Keep it going for me. Hey, a lot of comedy coming to town, and this is one show you've got to see because it is the funniest of the funny. Uh, Adam's Weird Life Tour. It's on at the Tivoli, Jan 29 at livenation.com.au. Adam Devine is on the air. Good morning. I'm here. What's up, gang? You've had a little bit of time to research Australia. How's all that going for you? Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm not there yet. I'm there in like a, a week. Mm-hmm. And then it's and then it's full steam ahead. I'm all over the place. Mm. We actually spoke to you quite recently um, last year, about October. But something that you did mm-hmm. in between then is um, for Christmas, you did a wonderful thing. You spent Christmas in Iraq performing for the U.S. troops. You pretty much did what they did in Pitch Perfect Three in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, the movie inspired me, and I just had to get back out there. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, yeah, it was it was really surreal being over there, and I met a lot of Australian troops over there actually uh, that were that are fighting alongside us, and it was really cool to see everyone, and, and also just being out there over Christmas, a holiday that people are used to spending with their families, um, and and getting to kind of bring a little piece of home. Uh, and some normalcy back to their lives that was, was important to me. And uh, no jokes about it. Honestly and sincerely, I had a really good time doing it. I did notice, because I was in America over Christmas, and, and this is one thing I noticed about America is the respect you have for people who do, you know, who are country. in the, yeah, serve the country. Yeah, like servicemen everywhere get special yeah. deals. They get to the front of the line. I went to a basketball game and they were saying, hey, yeah. if you buy tickets and you can't make it, go to this website and, and servicemen can have it. And I thought, I think it's a really wonderful thing that, that you guys have so much respect for them. Well, I mean, like, especially after being out there, like I was never one side or the other. I didn't like, and I was never super pro-military. Yeah. But then after being out there and seeing like what these guys have to do every day just to make sure that we're not constantly under attack and getting bombed and getting attacked uh, is really selfless. I have the most respect for the military. Do you have to sign your life away when you're going on it then? Do they have to run through like Adam, okay, like all jokes aside, your safety is important. We just need you to sign here. Don't do jokes about this. <laughs> no, they basically just told me like 
the general was with us. Like the largest general in our American military is, is General Dumford. He's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and he's with me on this tour. The most serious guy you've ever met in your life. <laughs> and he basically just didn't want me. He didn't want any jokes delivered at him. Okay. And then he didn't want me to curse. And so on the very last show, I just talked about my dick. I cursed and I made a lot of jokes about him. <laughs> and, then, and then after the show, he goes, I didn't like that. And I go, well, that's why I saved it for the last show. Goes, I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> no security on the way home. Hey, um, just to, to clarify, because we always try and work out what words we say different here than over in America. Is it true that you, you don't say Wi-Fi? Do you say Wi-Fi? No. Well, you definitely say? don't say Wi-Fi. Well, that's what someone just someone told us that they wee-fee. came back and they yeah. said they say Wi-Fi. And we're like, gee, that sounds bad. No, like, queefing is, I think, <laughs> what <laughs> you think. <laughs> no, that's very different. I'm like, do we have to tell Adam that when he gets to the hotel, it's going to be like free Wi-Fi? Yeah, free Wi-Fi, Adam. <laughs> no, that's this is how rumors spread. Then I'll come back to America and I'm like, hey, they were great. I love Australia. They say Wi-Fi, so I don't know if they can be trusted. Uh, Hollywood is just, uh, at the moment, there's this real backing with the Me Too movement. Um, you know, all the women that stood up at the, at the awards ceremony and everyone getting behind it. At the at Golden the, Globes, everyone yeah. wore black to signify uh, it. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you noticing it's something that you're coming across as well, like where, where everywhere you go, people standing up and really talking about it? Yes, I mean, it's a huge movement and, uh, you know, more power to it. I, I tend to put my foot in my mouth, mm. so I don't talk about it a lot. Yeah. And uh, I was told while giving interviews for the Golden Globe that you're just supposed to say, uh, as a man, that I'm just here to shut up and listen. Yeah, right. And so I, uh, I started to talk about it. And then out of the corner of my eye, I just see a, the publicist going, you're just shut up and listen. And I'm like, yep, I'm just shutting up and listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, That's smart. Have you ever had, the, have you had any conversations so like, about... Would you like to do any more interviews? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Have you had the conversation with your beautiful girlfriend? Because she's a she's an actress as well in Pretty Little Lies. Chloe, has she had conversations that she's had to, to go through stuff like that in Hollywood? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, of course, I, I guess it's like such a norm that like old producer guys are creeps mm. but i think i think it is good because it seems like the younger generation uh were less creepier than mm. the older generation so i think we are moving in the right path but she's you know everyone has it seems like has stories where just guys are a little weird and put hands on knees and and it's uh it's gross and disgusting and i'm i'm kind of glad we're, we're putting a, a stop to it you know mm. yeah it's, it's yeah. fantastic and the equal pay things coming in too as well so um i really think it's going to be interesting to see how all entertainment is even here in australia in sort of 10 years time mm. but we're looking forward to you coming here man uh your weird life tour it's on at the tivoli jan 29 you can buy tickets live nation.com.au always a pleasure to have you on the show buddy yeah thanks guys thanks for having me uh, oh, actually, before you go, uh, this I wanted to ask. Oh you, no! Can, I can ask this, can I? Yeah, you can ask it. Uh, yeah. Okay. Last last time you were chatting. <laughs> oh no! Oh, sorry, it's just because I. Last time you're on the show, mm. you had been on a big holiday with your girlfriend, and it was, you said it was too romantic. Yeah. She thought you were going to propose, so it caused an argument. Oh yeah, and by the way, I can't talk about that because she somehow it got back to her that I'm talking about it on uh, the radio in Australia, and I'm talking about it on TMZ, 
Uh, once again, I'm putting my foot in my mouth. I just need to listen. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Like, yeah. going to do in Australia. You can't do that. Well, and then she hears. And then... Is she coming with you to yes. Australia? No, she's unfortunately. She's oh. here. She, she has a bunch of uh, big auditions that she needs to be in town for. And uh, so it'll just be uh, me and the dude crew. Okay. Right, now you've okay. uninvited her. Yeah, well, now I feel bad if she, yeah. Well, if it happens, like, I'm, I'll be, if it happens, I'll be really happy for you both. I wish, I, <laughs> I'm going to go. See you, buddy. Nice to talk. You're, you're just trying to get me in trouble. Yeah. No, I'm trying right. to get you out of trouble now. I feel like I've, I've been oh, a dog. Yeah. No, you've really been helped. a dog now. Uh, good on you, Adam. Nice to talk, buddy. Take it easy. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Alpha Box, it returns tomorrow. It's going to be Thursday, January 25th, uh, 8 a.m. We're going to give you the chance of $10,000. Here is the letter that you will need to play Alpha Box tomorrow. H for Harry or H for Harry. I don't know which one is correct. <laughs> They're both correct, aren't they? No, one's actually correct. H is correct. Yeah, I think it's H. H-A-I-T-C-H. H. H. No, H. Now I'm confused. Yeah. H is what I've always said, but I always got corrected. And it's like, no, it's H. 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 With an eight. I know. That's what I was, yeah. Mm. Okay. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. I was deciding whether I was going to go to my school reunion. And I've decided I am going. So, it's very exciting. But. <laughs> Let's just, just stop. Just do it. Finish it. Finish the food in your mouth <laughs> and then we'll continue to professionally broadcast. <laughs> Thank you. Every day. The songs are three and a half minutes, four yeah. max if you're yeah. lucky. Pistachio nuts, though, they get caught and it just... It... Okay, now we can understand. Okay, everybody. Let's continue. So I'm going to my high school reunion and there was a conversation that I was having with our beautiful producers saying that it's going to be quite interesting because there was a guy that I went to school with that we had this agreement that if we were both unmarried at a certain age that we'd get married. Oh, the desperation agreement. Mm. Did anyone have that? No. You didn't have that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't... I didn't... Well, maybe no one wanted to have it with me. Let's not let's not say I never made it. Let's just say I don't think if there was anyone really. By the time we're forty, we'll get married. Let's make it eighty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's really keep our options yeah. open. No, mm-hmm. so I think we said by the age of thirty. I think we said exactly, so. We said thirty yeah. if we were both unmarried because we just got along really well. We're yeah. like, yeah, we'll just we'll just talk up, and we never did. Like, no, but he wanted to. Yeah, no. of course he did. Yeah, no. no. No, you do. Oh, a guy's going to agree to marry you in 30 years. He's pretty much saying, I reckon you'll still be hot by then. So, yeah. No. Anyway, so that never happened. But the I was like. Candy's just dropped. <laughs> no. Candy, our producer, yeah. wants to know, and she actually thinks it will find if anyone's gone through with it. So they haven't gotten into a serious relationship, haven't got married, hook up again in the, at the specific time and go, remember that deal that we made? That Let's deal? do it. Let's do it. Yeah, no. I would like to know on 131060 if anyone has, or do you have one of those agreements? No, no, no. Did I, you, no. Steph? Yeah. Who with? Uh, with Beck. And what was your requirements? That if we were both single... We were, <laughs> but what age? She had to be saying? alive. <laughs> Don't <laughs> put words in my mouth. <laughs> What age did you say? You didn't see the contract. You don't know my agreement. <laughs> uh, it's going back a ways. I would say, I think 40. I think it was 40. Is she with someone? No. Well, that's all right. If you, things don't work out with Kat, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you remember, Beck, she came to the high school reunion party that we had. Oh, she was well, lovely. She was lovely. I love her. Hottie? She yeah. Did? Out of his leg? She wasn't. <laughs> You guys got, right? you, it, no, no, I was going to say you've got We're a couple messing. of years We're to messing. work We're on messing. it, but now you've got a month to work on it. I, I'm going to say that no one has ever followed through with it. It's a cute idea when yes. you're in high school, yeah. but 
I it would be romantic, wouldn't it? It would be romantic. We haven't found anyone else, so you'll ma- do. Imagine that at the wedding. So um, to my darling wife, <laughs> we made an agreement when we were 13. Uh, we're desperate losers, and look at us now. We're married. I'd like to take this opportunity to ask, what are you into? <laughs> Still love Nirvana. That <laughs> <laughs> could be a wedding song. I thought you'd wear ripped jeans and really dark eyeliner. Have you ever had one of these agreements or do you currently have one right did it, now? Did it go through? Did you marry the person? I want to get get one of those stories up. All right. We'll take your calls next. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Lisa in Regent's Park, did you have one of these agreements? I did have one of these agreements, um, and we were very close to going ahead with it. Really? (laughs) Really? Yeah, very close to going ahead with it. Um, So our birthdays were a week apart. Um, We've been friends since primary school, Mm -hmm. and we had the agreement that, yeah, on on his 30th birthday, because his was after mine, that we would, you know, um, give it a go. Um, until his 30th party, um, we'd even spoken about it, you know, beforehand saying, yep, you know, we'll go ahead with it. Um, until I met his cousin at his party. <laughs> oh, spewing. <laughs> <laughs> at least you'll get to go to the wedding. Are you still with the cousin then? Um, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he, he has luckily found someone as well. Oh, so. yeah. Your cousin <laughs> or what? <laughs> no, my friend has. <laughs> but in all honesty, hmm. you I mean... It's theoretically, it's easy to agree to it, but you 100% would have walked down the aisle and spent the rest of your life with this man just because of the agreement. Yeah, that 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 thought did cross my mind, um, and I am, you know, I am pretty happy that I have actually met someone that yeah. you know I, you know, really like and actually really wanted to get into relieved. a relationship with. Yeah. Happy or relieved. Happy, relieved. I guess the only problem you'd run into is if they become a lawyer and then they go, "Now I will refer you to <laughs> subparagraph B of our spoken agreement." We have got Shani in North Lakes. Have you got this agreement? I do. I have a disagreement with one of my really good friends that I've known since grade three. Have you ever kissed them? I have, yes. Okay, so ever. at least, yeah, sort of. Right. Yeah. Have you um, spent the night together? Yeah. Um, no, not in a sexual way. We have yeah. slept in the same bed together before, okay. though. So do you find him attractive? Would he be someone that you would go, yeah, I, you know, I get along well with him, you're attracted to him? Yeah, I am. He's, yeah. he's a great guy, like, overall. All right. So what's your age, by the way, that you've got it? What's um, your cutoff age? Uh, cutoff age is 30. Oh, okay. Only 22, so you've got a lot of time yet. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> still got time, but... How do you think he feels about the agreement? Um, well, he agreed to it. So mm. Well, let's, um, let's find out because we've actually got him on the line <laughs> right now. Um, so a couple with a dating agreement, if they're not married or in a relationship by the time they're 30 and they're both in their uh, early 20s, they're going to get married. Jared, you're on with Shani. Good morning, Jared. Good day, man. How are you? Good. good. Are you actively trying to keep her away from boyfriends to get this uh, <laughs> agreement going? <laughs> Uh, no, no, I trust her with her decision. We just both, yeah, um, both just agreed to it because it started off as a joke and then we, we realised how serious we were about it. I was like, you know what, let's just do it. Why don't you try going on a date now? Uh, because uh, I'm currently in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's 
currently with someone. So. Okay. Well, you sound happy about that, Shani. <laughs> <laughs> Jared. Um, he, he is with a lovely girl. She's really nice. Okay. Yeah. Jared, does your current girlfriend know about the she previous agreement you've brought in to the relationship? Uh, I'm pretty sure it came up while we were all plastered on New Year's at some point. <laughs> Cool. A good time to address a contract, I find. Yeah, How drunk yeah. are you, hun? <laughs> nah, she won't remember this. Uh, we're yeah. maybe going to get married. Exactly. <laughs> All right, well, well, good luck, guys. Good luck. Mm, we'll Either g- way. Thank you very much. We'll give you a call in seven years. Johnny's <laughs> <laughs> oh, keen. She's keen. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. It's six o'clock, time for Family Feud. Now, here's your host, Grant Denyer. Joining us this morning, uh, we love this fella. Grant Denyer is on the air. Good morning, buddy. G'day, team. Hey, welcome to the family, too. I know. How good's that? Mm. My first crack at uh, radio. Yeah, you work for the same network now, doing breakfast radio in Sydney. Yeah, isn't isn't that a terrifying prospect? Um, It's... What a fun, fun gig you guys have been on for so long. You always look like you're having a really good time, and now I know why. It is fun. Yeah, it is fun. Yeah, mate, it's only the first couple of weeks. Yeah. Let's chat in June. <laughs> <laughs> you're such the optimist. I've always liked that your, your speeches that build up hope and love in my heart. Now, speaking of families, though, yeah. I do love Family Feud. Everyone loves Family Feud. <laughs> and I want to audition. Do you? I honestly do. I want to be a but part a of it. Celebrity or normal one? I've done a celebrity one. Everyone, I don't want to be on it and people have to go, oh, who's that? And Google. You've got to give your money to charity <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. No, I just want to go on it. But what's a requirement with family? Because I don't have a lot of um, family willing to be on a TV show with me. But these boys mm. are like work family. Does that count? Yeah, just lie. Just lie. Just make up, just say third cousin from Nicaragua. Like anything. Doesn't really, it does not really matter, <laughs> okay, to good. be honest. All right. But build, build, build a good team. But mm. there is one general rule when it comes to picking your, your, your teammates when it comes to Family Feud. Yeah. The smarter they are, mm. the worse they play. That's ah. why I want these two to be on with me. Because they, they, they answer like intelligently <laughs> instead of what the general public would answer yeah. when they're yeah. doing a survey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, right. sweet. See, yeah. Waleed Ali came on Family Feud and he was beaten mm. by some actors um, from Neighbours. Mm-hmm. One of them was Bouncer, so that really broke his heart. <laughs> Have you seen the other ones? One of my um, other favourite game shows, apart from yours, which is Top Notch, uh, Pointless, where it's the opposite, where they've taken the survey and you have to answer the one that no one said. Oh, so you've exact... the most ridiculous answer. Yeah. The most so we one. get ridiculous answers by mistake. Mm. You're saying mm. this one is by intention. Yes. Yeah. Wow. No, yeah. I never heard of it. Sounds yeah. crap. <laughs> <laughs> now, buddy, we can this see is where you. you tell me you're a massive fan of Andrew O'Keefe, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Kill you. I we can you. see you live from the Opera House uh, on mm. Australia Day, 7.30 on 10. You can, uh, do, you're doing the big Australia Day special. What's in store for that? Because I'm, oh, I'm not going to lie, I would have had a few tins by then. You know what? This is the perfect situation. You're, you're the man we're catering for right now. So you've been out in the backyard. You've had a few, you know. Um, maybe you played a bit of backyard cricket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're still picking the bindies out of your feet, mate, yeah. about 7.30 <laughs> at night time going, you know, what, you know what I'd love right now? A bit of Aussie music. Mm. We've got to rip a line-up, so we'll take you through your night right up to the fireworks where you can sit back with some of Australia's greatest musicians singing some of Australia's greatest songs, and you can just rock your little heart out. I'm going to throw a stab in the dark and say Daryl Braithwaite Horses is going to make an appearance. We tried to get him, and that was unsuccessful. <laughs> so we've got John Paul Young coming up for a bit of Lovers <laughs> in the Air. Yeah. Lovely. But in Casey Donovan action, hasn't she transformed herself yeah. since yeah. she was in the jungle? Since yeah. she went in the jungle. Is that mm. why you're going in the jungle? 
I'm not going in the jungle. Okay. I can't eat gross stuff. Could you right. eat, say, uh, Impala anus? Would you How much that? are you paying me? I don't know. Mm. And now I know why an Impala jumps anyway. <laughs> hey. hey, we are doing something which I think you'd be on board because I know you uh, live a, live up in Bathurst. I've been there quite uh, many times when before. What, my yeah. house? No, no, no. Are no, you no. outside with a pair of binoculars? No, or? I'm just talking about uh, the car races because I used to oh, yes. go there quite a bit. Yeah. And I know there's sort of the type of people that go. So I think you'll be keen for this. We are building a goon raft. Oh, what? A yes. Goon raft. Mm. This so, is amazing. For those people that still drink goon out there, yeah. we are asking them to bring in their goon sacks. We're going to put them together. We've had a lot of people come on board and we're going to go across the Brisbane River in it. Oh, yes. I live in goon heartland. So <laughs> yes, this is your, exactly. This is in my wheelhouse. I love this. <laughs> so how big does it have to be for it to float? We don't know yet. Haven't, we haven't you got might want to get on board that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. why you come in. If yeah. you could donate any after the Australia Day weekend, that would be great. Oh, this is so good. When are you doing it? Uh, two weeks from now, we've just uh, been informed. It's a peak optimal time. Hooray! Yes. <laughs> We're going to work with tides and it's a bit sharky yeah. in the river as well. So, and and ferry timetables. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, if you know anyone over the Australia Day, if you see anyone drinking a sack of goon, just let them yeah. know if they could drop it off to us at Hit 105. That would be really handy. I love this. Good luck, guys. Thank you. It, it sounds like when you say good luck, it's like you, you think we'll never speak again. Like, we're going to die? Gonna, yeah, I, don't, I think you're going to break a few maritime laws putting that bad boy together just quietly. <laughs> uh, well, buddy, we can't wait to see you. Australia Day 2018 live from the Opera House at 7.30. Check it out on Channel 10. Uh, Grant Tenure, good to talk to you, mate. Love your work, legend. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. And this is going to be something that I think um, Brisbane will be talking about in 20 years' time. The Goon Raft. Yes, we're going to make wine. Uh, it was after talking about do people actually drink it. My parents still drink cask wine. Then we thought, well, let's make a Goon Raft. It seems like the logical... Progression. Yes, we'll cross the <laughs> Brisbane River on it. <laughs> and uh, this is where we're at at the moment. We had Mel pop by and donate the first goon sacks. Uh, <laughs> I, I realised I hadn't emptied my um, recycling and yes. there was actually six <gasps> sacks six. under my sink. Well, hey. <laughs> That's so good. That's we're so away. good. There you go. That'll carry one of you, maybe. Maybe. That's yeah. amazing. Maybe. So far, we've got Tex, who's almost finished his engineering degree, so mm-hmm. he's come on board. We did have someone call up before who's going to be our architect, yes, he's which is pretty amazing. He's a naval architect. Oh, God, yes. bloody da, I love it. Yes. And we've also, Corey, yeah. Corey from um, Atlantic Real Estate has given us $500 as major sponsor to buy any more bags that we may <laughs> and need. And you're right, yes. I should have mentioned our major sponsor first. Mm. That's right. Good yep. people there, major yes. sponsors. Mm. Yes. Um, we have um, someone coming on board to make hats for us. We didn't even know that we need those. Um, um, the rescue, naval, uh, what are they? Maritime Volunteer? rescue yeah. people. They're going to be taking us across the river. But it now comes down to when do we launch? Yeah. There's Little logistics. There's logistics involved. There's tides to consider. There's city catch schedules to consider. So joining us now is a man that plans all our stuff behind the scenes. He's a wonderful guy and he's very good at his job. It's Nick. Uh, Nick's been sort of orchestrating this from the from behind the scenes and you've got some information for us about what we need to consider before we hop in this shark infested pit of a river. <laughs> tell everyone the reason that we let Nick be in charge of it is because he owns a jet ski. Yes, yeah, so you go, <laughs> so how, we go he how knows. often do you go on the Brisbane River? Um never. Never been on the Brisbane River. What? Um, yeah no <laughs> 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 but wait a minute. Tides are the same everywhere though. No but when it you get <laughs> 
They come in, they come what? out, they're just tides. Water's water, mate. I don't. Wait a minute. I will tell you, you're the most qualified. He is. <laughs> he is. So why don't you go on the Brisbane River? Sharks, Sharks mate. What? No. <laughs> Okay, fine. So you have done a little bit of research and you are going to work out what time we need to go on the Brisbane River because yes. we need to take things so, into consideration. Yeah. So I've, there's three things we need to consider. Yes. Uh-huh. The first is the city cats. Uh-huh. Yes. So if we go after sort of 10 a.m., that'll get us out of peak time, right. which means we get a bigger window to launch. It'll be 30 minutes rather than 15 minutes. Mm. Oh, there's still, no way we'd roll across in 15 minutes. We'd be gassed too quickly. Not across the river, just away from the jetty. Right. So the right, yeah. right, city right. cat can come okay. in. Okay. So yeah, just we need to paddle fast as soon as we take off yeah. to make sure that we don't get pulled in by a city cat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good con- thing to consider. Yeah, that's good. So, right. so after, after 10 a.m.? Yep. Okay. Yes. Yep. So the next one is the uh, the tide. Uh-huh. So I've got oh a map God, here. Got oh, you got a map. <laughs> So yeah. if we launch up here near the regatta yes. and paddle like out, yes. that'll take us towards the co- uh, towards the other bank yes. yeah. and then the tide will naturally pull us down towards the so rowing club. So you're climb. not anticipating that we can go straight across because of the tide and you're thinking that we'll hit one of the rowing clubs if we just get washed down? I don't down. think there is a straight across. Okay. Right. I think that's probably... Yeah, that's I've fine. been talking to the, uh, the council on maritime safety. They reckon that's the best route. Because okay. you've got to remember, the Brisbane River doesn't have places to just jump out everywhere. Mm. So we have to leave, we're going to leave at the regatta, have to go diagonally. Mm-hmm. Down. Down well, yeah, you a little. paddle across. And it, the and it will automatically take us. Yeah, it'll, it'll so take let's you. not, let's yeah. not, what are you saying? There's no need to paddle down. And what's, what was the other thing we need to consider? Sharks. So, really, we do? Yes. So I'm um, okay. speaking to the council yesterday. They informed me about a shark that was pulled out over the weekend. Mm-hmm. I have a photo. Well, they've got oh. him. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so this one was from Pink and Bar. It uh-huh. may or may not be the shark that the council's talking about. Uh-huh. No way. That thing is massive. That's a 25-footer. You can't, just, you can't just put it under the table and it doesn't exist. Come I on, give it. I love it when I can use a film quote in real life. We are going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> give me a look. <laughs> no. Nah. Give me no. Nah, this is a. Give me a look. This isn't a real one, is give it? Me a look. Yeah, that's a real one. That's a real bullshit. Hang on. Vicious and, too. At pink and bar. They're vicious. Jeez, right again. <laughs> oh, I got tears in my eyes. That's that's a big fella. Yeah, right. We. Mm. I think we need to do bigger boat because you were thinking that we just we sat in the middle and you could row, row either side. Mm-hmm. From now on, it needs to be wider than that. You, you row on one side. I got it. You row on the other side, Matt, and I'm going to sit in, in the, the middle. middle. I got yeah. it. Right. With a little hole it. kicking your legs. The goon bridge. <laughs> 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 I think it's the way we got to go. Granted, we'll need a few more bags, but the goon bridge seems like a more yeah. logical so choice. Than walk having on, seen that walk monster. on water, he walked on goon. Yes, he turns water into wine. Just happens to be in sacks. <laughs> that is a monster shark. And if that is just the tip of the iceberg, they do get big. Is that they real? have a lot to eat. Yeah, that's real. So man. a listener also sent this in. This bull shark was a pink and bar, 160 to 170 kgs. They've got a Facebook page up where they post what they've caught over the weekend. <sighs> and it's all bull sharks. All right. So, okay. Taking that into consideration, he's been caught. So now we're sweet. That's what I thought. Yeah. The tide. Yeah. Best time for mm-hmm. tide. What date? We know it's after 10 a.m. What's a date? So right now is really good conditions for it. Obviously, we're not ready, though. So <laughs> going off my calculations, the next time it'll swing around will be in not, about two weeks. Yeah, two so weeks. it's not a good time mm-hmm. for me now. Two weeks. Okay. <laughs> it's, not a good, it's not a good time for now you. Now I've seen that shark, I yeah. think. I think I need to be honest and say, not, not a, a good, good time. time. Okay. <laughs> All right. And if we wait two weeks, you'll be cranky enough to punch that shark in the face. 
Can I say so. I I appreciate you putting yourself out there? I'm being honest. For the, I, for the safety of the team. All right. So we can't go and, now, period. And, well, we're not ready. Unless you want to go now. Did no, you see the no, show? No, no, we don't no. want to go yep. now. We don't we, want to go we, now. We cannot go now. And no. I was right to bring that up the other day. Yep. Mm-hmm. But if we don't go now, we have to wait. About two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. We're, we're not ready. We haven't. We haven't even got enough goon bags. No. We, go, we, we can go, go and buy them, them and then we've got to em- drain them responsibly. Mm. So mm. we can give some out for the weekend, right, Australia Day weekend. Jump on Facebook. Why don't, why don't you guys tell us? Do we go now? Do we just go all out, or do we wait two weeks? Well, we can't. We haven't built a boat anyway. That's going to take a week. Yeah. We can't go now. Okay, we, we won't go now. We'll stand by. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Hey, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Um, extra business time. Speaking of what we were talking about at the start, just briefly, if you don't speak English, and maybe, Abby, you said that you were learning, we once met a man who was from Colombia. Lovely dude. He Columbia. Was, uh, Columbia. He used to be the sound guy at one of the um, stand-up comedy um, gigs that we used to do. and he. That's all he did? Only... Only supplied sound? Yes. Okay. That's all he put supplied. Uh, And he actually learned English from my wife listening to her on the ABC. Really? And he came up to her and said, I have to thank you. I learned English listening to you on the radio, or as you say in Australia, radio. Um, (laughs) That's great. Yeah. But did he only learn once a week because she only does a once a week show? <laughs> yeah, and all he could do was talk about gardening terms. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's amazing. That's you could just sit I've there had and people learn come it, up and say that to us, mm. and then that's why I've always said I'm so sorry because they're like, oh, I, you know, when I first came here out here, I couldn't speak much English, so I've always listened to you to learn. I'm so like, 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 I'm the worst. <laughs> I'm so dyslexic. I pronounce things incorrect all the time. Hey, Abby, Abby, I'm from Spain, <laughs> and I learned to speak English from you. So I wanted so, to say thank you very thank much. Thank you. You're a ripper. Yeah, fantastic. Is that how I talk? No. Well, you'd have to have a rough grasp of English, though. You couldn't just walk in cold turkey. Maybe we should ask people up. next week. Mm-hmm. You can't notice it except for every time he finishes a conversation, does a time call and throws to the weather. <laughs> <laughs> Hit 105, uh-huh. 10 past 7. Uh, what do you want for lunch? Uh-huh. Uh, all right, have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.